John Thurman's Resilient Solutions, Season 2, Episode 7, Simple Tools You Can Use to Lower Your Stress and Anxiety. Well, hello, this is John Thurman, and it's the week of March the 14th, 2022, and there's some scary stuff going on. You know, Americans say that they feel more anxious about inflation, global uncertainty, and the war in Ukraine than they've reported feeling about any other issue in recent years, including COVID. In a copyrighted story from March 10th on NPR, psychologist Vale Wright, Senior Director of the Healthcare Innovations in American Psychological Association, stated that over 80% of Americans said inflation and issues related to the invasion of Ukraine are significant sources of stress. It's nothing but bad news lately, folks. I'll tell you, I have to really watch my intake. Well, the good news is there's some things you can do to lower stress today. Hello, my name's John Thurman, and I am an author and a licensed mental health professional and a stress management expert. And today I want to give you some simple tools that you can use to lower stress and anxiety. So be sure you hang around because in the next 10 to 12 minutes, I'll give you some things you can do to lower that stress right now. Check me out. Just go to johntherman.info. It'll tell you about my consulting, counseling, and some of the other things I do in my life. Also, you might see some updates on some classes that we're having. Let's jump right in. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining me today. This is John Thurman in Albuquerque, New Mexico, welcoming you to my shortcast, John Thurman's Resilient Solutions Shortcast where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, and your business endeavors. And today I'll be sharing simple tools you can use to lower your stress and anxiety. Man, it's just been crazy, hasn't it? I feel like my hair is on fire. Those of you that know me know I don't have any. So you know it's been a pretty stressful time with the news and all this going on in the world and some of my friends over in Europe that are having to deal with some of these really scary issues in the Ukraine. The world's going crazy, but it's been going crazy for a long time. I'm just glad I know the Lord and he is the author of peace. So even in these crazy, crazy days, we can find a sense of peace in relationship to him. Well, today, I'm going to give you some practical things that you can do to lower your stress and anxiety. You ready? Well, I love to read books, all sorts of books, motivational books, history books, self-help books. And one of the things I've heard years and years with self-help teachers and speakers and books is how many thousands of thoughts we have a day. Some people say we have 20, 30, 40, 50,000 thoughts a day. And I'm like, man, someone must be a lot smarter than I am. And as a part of my clinical background, I've done a lot of research on trying to find the magic number. And they always allude to this reference that I could never find. Well, I finally found out what it was. The average human has 6,200 thoughts a day. And about 80% of them tend to be negative. As a quick side note, you can check out the references to this study in my blog. Wow, you know, I had to kind of do a double look at that when I saw the research. I really do believe it's true. And I don't know about you, but every now and then I have to deal with some negative self-talk or self-blame. And if I'm not careful, I can slip into rehearsing hurts. And you know, none of that does us any good. Recently, I was listening to a podcast on the art of manliness. Love their podcast. They're really good guys. If you've never listened to it, listen to it. This one happened to be an interview with Dr. Judd Brewer on anxiety. I believe the podcast was called 
the habit of anxiety. But this is a quote I lifted off the podcast. And this is Dr. Judd Brewer, author of Unwinding Anxiety. Quote, I think of anxiety as a feeling in the body and worrying as a mental behavior. So those two are very, very closely linked. Whereas fear is fear, fear is different. So that feeling of nervousness, that feeling of unease can lead us into the mental behavior of worrying, which then feeds back and drives more anxiety. That's how these two can get connected in a loop. To form any habit, you need three elements, a trigger, a behavior, and a result. Now think about that for a moment, a trigger, a behavior, and a result. This will fit in really well with what we're going to talk about today. Because today I want to share with you some simple tools you can use to manage that anxiety. Over the past few weeks, I've written a number of articles, Three Ways to Overcome the Dragons of Fear and Anxiety, Simple Tools You Can Use to Lower Your Stress and Anxiety, and How to Destroy Your Three Most Formidable Fears. You'll find links to those in the show notes as well as in the website. Well, today I want to roll back to one practical hack, if you will, you can use to keep fear and anxiety and worry at bay. How many times have you ever heard a well-meaning person say, oh, you know what fear is, don't you? False evidence appearing real. And that may be one good definition. I like another one. One of my friends from the country used to say says, fear, it just means forget everything and run. And isn't that truth? Don't we do that from time to time? We don't really think about it. We just make an assumption and bam. Well, let me give you a real clear tip how to manage your thought life. And it comes from the ancient New Testament. The Apostle Paul writes in Philippians 4, 8, and this is the Passion Translation. It's really good. Here's what it says. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. You know, that really is the secret to managing stress and anxiety. And as a Christ follower who works as a work-life coach and therapist, I really try to show people how to use biblical tools and principles to manage their stress and anxiety. Well, when it comes to looking at fear and its first cousin, anxiety, I'd like to give you a different mnemonic, if you will. So instead of forgetting everything and run or false evidence appearing real, let me give you a more positive way to frame up the word fear. How about face everything and rise? As a person of faith and a licensed mental health professional, there are so many ways we can use scripture to manage our thought life, to lower our stress and live a happier life. But the number one thing we have to do with dealing with fear is to face it. See it what it is. The first thing, and this is just the harsh reality of managing fear, stress, and anxiety, is you've got to look at those negative thoughts. You've got to call them out. You've got to lean into it. You've got to face it. Because if you don't, your thought life will continue to dictate how you feel and how you act. There's another scripture I'd like to share with you from the New Testament. And this is from Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16. So be very careful how you live. Not being like those with no understanding, but live honorably with true wisdom, for we are living in evil times. Take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for his purpose. 
That's really what we're talking about, folks, here, is learning to live your life for an audience of one, living for someone bigger than you. And one of the ways we do that is we manage our stress more effectively. So let's jump into some practical things you can do to manage it. So as I mentioned in the beginning, the average human has about 6,200 thoughts a day. And today I'm going to give you an old tool that came from Albert Ellis initially called the ATC Principle. So now that we've recognized the need that we need to really manage our thought life and shift our focus from running away from fear and dining on negative thoughts, I want to show you a way to get to a better place. And I call it the ATCs. Like I said, it was developed by Albert Ellis and then Marty Seligman. And I've got a little video on this you can watch called Brain Tricks. It's about 13 minutes. It'll give you this in a really succinct way. And you can find the link in the show notes or on my website. Or you can use your cell phone and text the word brain tricks to 33777. Brain tricks to 33777. But let's look at the ATCs real quick. A is an activating event. It's a trigger that you and I rarely have any control over. And if we aren't careful, it can become the primary driver behind our thoughts and our feelings. T T is that thought in the heat of the moment. It's what you say to yourself. Here are a few examples. Why can't I ever get anything right? Why even put out the effort? Because it's not going to matter anywhere. My friends are just ghosts to me. They must think I'm some type of screw up. I may look good, but inside I am a loser. Those are some of the typical thought patterns people have. It doubts your self-worth. It diminishes you as a person. And really all it does is pile on shame and guilt and doesn't get you anywhere positive. And then C is the consequence. The consequence is that immediate reaction to that activating event or trigger. It starts as a feeling and is immediately has some type of emotional impact. It can be good or bad. Let's just say, for example, you're having a great hair day. If you look at my picture, you'll see every day is a great hair day for me. But having been married to the same woman for 49 years, I have learned that some days my wife has great hair days and some days not so much. When she has a great hair day, she's more confident. She's more vivacious. She's more engaging. Uh, ladies, can some of you relate to me on this? And when you have a bad hair day, you're you're kind of like, I don't want to go outside. I want to put on a scarf, put on my jeans, and just disappear. Guys, I know we don't understand it. But these ATCs, really, when you understand them, they are the trigger and the key to managing your thought life and making your life better. Let me give you a couple examples. If I'm angry, typically I feel like someone has violated my rights. And that anger can lead to either anxiety or agitation. Let's take another event that begins with A. Let's say if I feel appreciated or if I experience appreciation, then the examples of behavior is that I feel gratitude and I feel like giving back. So A is the activating event. T is the thought process you're involved in. It's usually pretty automatic and many times it's irrational. And then C is the consequence. And the consequence always has a feeling and a behavioral component to it. I cannot begin to tell you how important it is for you to understand and grasp this. This can have such an impact in your relationships, your personal life, your mood and attitude, but also in your profitability. To learn more about this, go to the show notes or go to the website in my blog and click on Brain Tricks, or even better, get your phone out and text the words Brain Tricks to 33777. Once again, 
text the word brain tricks to 33777. You'll sign up for my email list and get a link to that 13 minute class on how to manage your thought life. Hey, my name's John Thurman. I'm an author, a speaker, a work life consultant, and licensed mental health clinician living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. My mission is to help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your faith, and your business endeavors. Hey, and thanks once again to listening to John Thurman's Resilient Solutions Shortcast. And remember, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. See you next week. Take care. God bless. Mm-hmm.